Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with my dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What happened? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What happened? Do you guys hear that like running water sound? No. No one else hears that? I'm just making sure. Jim, you don't hear that? Like, it just sounds like there's a faucet. I think open. we should leave this in. I think okay. this stays in. Yeah. Listen, the news never stops. Just that that's maybe Dave, what, the, what happened? the noise he, indicates. Dave always hears the three rivers running um, in his ears. It's very sad. There's nothing. <laughs> doctors can do nothing about it. But, oh, uh, they're, they're raging right now. Roethlisberger says his elbow is feeling stronger year two post-surgery. Yeah, yeah of course. So, yeah. Things what are a getting exciting. Classic, instant classic last night. Denver mm-hmm. and Portland. You could service all your sports betting needs. Fandle.com slash extra points. Yes. Wednesday, uh, we're going into Wednesday, Tuesday night was grand on the hardwood. And I, I ran the gamut. I really did. I was like, I was curmudgeonly old man turned into super fan in, in about 10 minutes with the whole Dame Lillard stuff. Now, I don't know if you saw Dave, but in regulation, Dame Lillard gets fouled with only a few seconds left. And it was a phantom foul. And who was it? Rivers? Was it Austin Rivers? Holds Austin up his hand? Rivers, and yeah. that, that's a new thing. They do the thing like, oh, no, 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 let's go to the replay. They they wheel their finger around like, that's okay. I didn't touch him. And you could see him mouthing, I didn't touch him. And the replay, in fact, shows that he did not touch Dame Lillard. But the refs are like, ah, I don't know. All right, well, side out Portland ball. It was like, what, what? Lillard missed by 15 feet and Denver clearly rebounded it. But anyway, they give it to Denver. And what does Lillard do? He hits one of like 12 threes that were to come. And sends the game into overtime. And then we see another overtime. And Denver prevails. But Lillard put on such a show. I mean, it was magnificent. What does he end up with? He ends up with, let's take a look, 55 points, 10 assists, and uh, and six rebounds. 12 for 17 from three. My God. what, what uh, The athleticism in the NBA is uh, through the roof. And the re- refereeing and the officiating and the replay um, situation is dog shit. So what did you think of that? It really is. But yes, let's not get bogged down. A lot of people getting distracted by the, uh, the framework of basketball games, logos and otherwise. Yes. What a spectacular performance and all time, or at least, uh, within the span of our lives, Sal, one of the great, mm-hmm. I, let's not be prisoners of the moment, but where does this rank for you with that show? I, w- I, I wonder if, because of the time it went on, how many people on the East Coast were still watching yeah. by the time it happened. I think that it'll be lost because the like even Lillard pointed out himself, they lost the game. So his show, um, his personal effort is uh is, you know, moot. But I mean, I that was up there with Reggie Miller against the Knicks and everything. You knew everybody in the building knew who was about to pull the trigger, and no matter, he just was drilling them from 25 feet from 30 feet and there wasn't a spot he could miss right right? like he just got to wherever he was if it was five or seven feet beyond the arc fine he was nailing it if he needed the glass to do it he did it it was phenomenal i know i don't want to be make the moment bigger than it is in terms of historical ranks but with these two teams i predicted this i might have said it on extra points i definitely think i said it on against all odds i'm like this this has you could bet like over 247 the over under normally was like 226 or 227 right in there. But if you adjusted it, you would get like four to one odds. I'm like, these guys went triple overtime a couple of years ago. It was the uh, Western Conference semifinals. This is a great matchup. 
the styles are very different between uh, Jokic and Lillard, and yet it's one of the marquee matches. It's the one I was trying to think about it. I'm like, I don't know. I think it's top three great matchups in terms of if they have history. Now, you could put Mm. guys together that don't have history with each other, right? Like, you could say, well, I want to see Steph and Luka. Like, that would be great. Like, sure it would, but there's no... Now there's a few games between Jokic and Lillard I don't know that there's many others uh, that you compare it to. Steph against LeBron, any of those Cleveland-Golden State matchups in the heyday, right? I guess you can go Durant and LeBron, but this is the one I look forward to seeing. And like you said, even if it's late, you kind of want to stay up for it. It's really, really bizarre that at least one game in these series turns out to be a classic like it was. Yeah, um, I feel like, too, yeah, the the stylistic difference physically to the eyeball. It's uh, a giant versus uh, a little guy. It's David versus Goliath a little bit. Damie versus Goliath. By the way, you do hear that finally Damashek validated by the broadcasters and otherwise. Nikola Jokic is is the go-to pronunciation Mm. of uh, that giant's name there. And it does... Is it? I think it's like 64 at this point. You know, either way. The the bummer to me is I can't get it out of my head. The Nuggets are super fun to watch, but no Murray kind of spoils it for me. It's a little bit like watching... um, Gilligan's Island, I think, just in the back of my head. I can't fully enjoy Gilligan's Island because I know they're never going to get off the island, and so there is a ceiling on my enjoyment there. Same thing with the Nuggets right now. I feel bummed because this is a team in this unpredictable postseason, the all-time NBA most unpredictable offseason. I mean, uh, postseason because of all the injuries and otherwise. Right. I feel like these Nuggets could have really maybe – ended up stealing the the West and got into the finals here. They're not going to um given this. But yes, let's again, let's not the 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 goal isn't always really a title. Let's just enjoy the moment, shall we, Sal? Let's live in the present. You know, let's not just survive. Let's live. And this is living watching the Joker and Dame uh shoot it out. I'm starting to feel bad for Dame Lillard though. I'm getting the same feeling I was with Deshaun Watson before all this craziness came out. I'm like, oh, he's got to move on. They have to do him a favor. Cut him loose, Texan. Texans, come on, you're wasting this guy's career. I feel the same thing about Lillard. Like, yeah, you're gonna saddle him with like CJ McCollum, a middling player who shows up, doesn't show up. Seven for twenty-two yesterday. You put like Ennis Cantor on the floor against Jokic. I know, you know, you're you're looking at the MVP anyway, so there's not gonna be a lot you could do against him. But that guy, just the guys they line up. There is no defense Cantor could play against Jokic that'll be successful. And uh, and I, I just get the look, I, the look in Lillard's face is, yeah, I'll I'll know any shot you want. I'll snipe it from wherever you want. But it doesn't matter. This team's not going far because of my supporting cast. I don't know um, if you feel the same way. I don't know how many athletes there are like this. Like I said, Watson was the guy I looked to. Um, you know, cut him loose for for his own good. But uh, I guess Marino does it day after. Marino day. comes yeah. to mind. Um, you know, the Barry va- Sanders. I mean, you're right. looking at all the guys that couldn't get to a, a championship team, but it seems ho- more difficult with basketball unless you surround them. Like, I don't know. There's no big free agents coming to Portland. You had Aldridge for a minute, right? But just the same. Wait it's a second. Say- we're, we're in a weird place. We're, we're being limited by our own imaginations with that. Sal, we live in an era in, in uh, 2021 where the NBA started it. Now all the quarterbacks of the NFL are doing the same thing. This is a, a team construction at the player level is everything. Dame Lillard could probably manufacture that, right? He's got the juice to, he's got the connections uh, with it. Right. Well, peers to say, this is where, this is how it's going down Portland. It can be here or it can be elsewhere. 
Yes, he has to take it upon himself to do it because they're not going to do that. They're not going to fill in the parts there to make them. It, it would be easier at this point if he played for the Lakers, I guess. I don't know, but they're in a lot of trouble too, so I don't know where he would go. Does he go to Utah with all the shooters? Not sure what he would Who do. Who the hell's but, going uh, to the finals from the West is the question. So I don't know. Is it the Clippers it's now? Rough. Who would have said Who would have said six days ago that the Clippers? Oh, yeah. The Clippers, yeah, I think they're kind of the the best bet at this point to emerge from that mess. I am so fickle. I'm so fickle with this West. I was like, yeah, Dallas, look at Dallas. They're up 2 nothing. They could sweep. And, you know, as it is in this day and age, like, you don't even wait for Dallas to get to three wins. You have to talk about where Kawhi is going and what house he's building and where he's going, you know, right where he's building it and, you know, where he pulled permit plans. You know, about Kawhi. All right, they're down 2 nothing. We're already talking about him moving on. I'm just as guilty as everyone else. And now I think Dallas wins that series. I was all over the Lakers winning. Wait, you think the Clips think, win that series? Sorry, I think right. the Clippers win that series. Right. And now the Lakers are, what a disaster. You look at just odds-wise where they were, opening the Lakers were minus 300 to win that series. After game one, uh, they were minus 110 because they lost that game one. After game three, when they were up two to one, they were minus 900. You could have gotten six to one odds on the Suns after game three. And it all ended up being about the injuries. Like, well, Chris Paul's not going to play this series or he's going to be limited. So uh, you might as well take the Lakers. But and then like within hours that turned, it's like, no, no, no. Paul had a miraculous recovery. Anthony Davis, who spends, um, you know, 34 out of 38 minutes on the hardwood. He's not coming back. And now the Suns are almost a three to one favorite to win that series. Uh, what do you think? I took the Lakers in six. I think that's going to be very, very difficult at this point. Unless the Lakers win game six and the Suns are like, yeah, we've had enough. We quit. It, I don't think that's going to happen. Here's the thing. For the gambler, listen, I pushed hard. The Lakers are going to survive everything. All this, uh, you know, um, you know, player maintenance days and all that crap during the regular season and injuries, and they still will. With that front line, they're going to end up taking the West, rest assured. You think so? No, I said that oh, until okay. injuries. What can you do? And by the way, when you say right that, up. history does not remember, does not asterisk your, your like, as long as they are healthy. No one, no one remembers it, and that goes for the fans, too. Um, yes, Hey, Nuggets fans, yes, you might have really won the West this year, and people will not look back and say, like, yeah, but Murray was... People don't look at it that way. People, people are, This will be right. a Lakers failure, People without asterisk, if they lose to the Suns here. Never mind. Yeah, as it happens, when you don't have one of the six or eight best players on the planet in the lineup, you don't uh, you don't play as well, um, and the Lakers yeah. are, are finding that out, and so too did the Suns uh, a few days ago when Chris Paul had to sit down. Um but yeah, well, it, it I, I stinks, think the, I, but I think, yeah, that's the that's the whole thing. This whole this whole uh I mean, where would the Celtics be if Jalen Brown? The news as we speak here is that Brad Stevens is out, but he's not out. He's getting bumped up. His failure has helped him elevate. And Danny Ainge is out, and Danny Ainge presumably is the next coach of the Indiana University Hoosiers. I think. Oh, that's how it's happening. That's what my oh. sources are saying. All right, you were close. You were kind of. Oh, that's a victory. Oh, these sources. I don't know. I will say I love it though with the with the thing. Yeah, it's really Brad Stevens. Like, look, uh, he's not the coach anymore. Totally his decision. In fact, he is gonna decide who the new coach is. We're putting him in charge of that. We want the new coach to be not like you. Because that didn't work. Okay, go get him. That's your job now. <laughs> I don't know. That never really works. Someone's being lied to here. By the way, I should mention Sarah Tiana, the great Sarah Tiana. Ah. Very, very funny 
lady. She's going to be on a huge, huge Atlanta everything fan. I want her thoughts on Hawks Knicks. I feel bad. We have Jerry Ferrara on all the time against all odds. I want the Atlanta perspective. This team is damn good. And they lead 3-1 and they're going to the garden tonight, potentially to uh, finish off the Hawks. And we're going to get her thoughts on that. By the way, too. I mean, yeah. uh, again, more injuries. But if Embiid is down for any amount of time, is it crazy to think that the Hawks might uh, take a run at the Sixers here? No. I think the Wizards could win tonight. I think they can make that a bit of a series. Uh, yeah, for sure. And the Hawks present uh, challenges even with Embiid in the lineup. Um, matchup uh, disparities there. But uh, I, I just want to get back to the Lakers Sorry. and what you were saying. We're like, well, this is no, this is what you were saying is like, what are you going to do with the injuries? Like, yes, that's definitely the case if they happen in, in a surprise way. But for the last three months, when we've had nothing to talk about basketball-wise, it was pretty clear that the Lakers, whatever, okay, they can't get AD and LeBron in the lineup at the same time, but let's not even talk about it. The odds aren't moving. It's between them and the Nets for who's going to win the championship. We just have to get to May, late May and June. Then we'll see their lineup. And then it's like, oh, they still haven't solved this. Oh, the, one of them is uh, still hurt every other game. Like, I feel like we've been hoodwinked a little bit. Like, why do we do that? We took the wrong narrative. They they never could get their shit together, and now they're a three to one How underdog is it to uh, survive this round. How is it possible? Yeah. I mean, they did the best. I I literally, I think, the best they could have done. They went out and got Drummond. What I mean, yeah. what more could they have done to add to LeBron's uh, to, to LeBron's side there if AD wasn't ready to go? And it's still not enough. Yeah, I mean, the Suns are going to beat them. That, that that's yeah. Pretty much the end of it. It's it's almost sad. You talk about watching Dame Lillard and his supporting cast. I, it kind of is stunning if you if you think about it. When suddenly you take AD out of that Lakers lineup and it's just LeBron out there, it becomes immediately apparent. Like, oh, this team's overmatched. And this Lakers team, who's who's supposed to score besides LeBron out there right now? It really well that and yeah, and Dennis Schroeder. I guess the best thing the Lakers did was not signing to that four-year, almost hundred million dollar contract because he is. That's not where the scoring's going to go. He's zero for nine. I mean, that game was over. Like in the, I mean, they went down by thirty and at half, right or something. So LeBron left early. I don't know where he had to go, but he left five minutes early. Like left the arena. Uh, 0 for 9, Schroeder, uh, 0 for 4 from 3, and not much in the rebound assist department either. So that's, yeah, I don't know who picks it up when they're both not on. LeBron was okay, 24, 5 and 7, and uh, 9 and 19. It, I, you, you can't ask for time. What if he scored 10 more points? Would it have mattered? I don't know uh, what's going to be with this Lakers team. I think they force a game 7, but uh, hmm. not looking good. Not looking good for this squad. Yeah, I mean, um, it's again, but like it, it, you intone this sort of disappointment or whatever in your voice. But Anthony Davis is, like I say, he's one of the half dozen or so best players on the on the planet Earth. If you take him out mm -hmm. of the, the lineup, yes. I don't know how depressed anybody or upset with this Lakers bunch you can be when you take out one of their two key pieces. And at this point, LeBron. For me, I mean, you could talk about MVP and whatever else and how many he should have won over the course. Is he? Is AD more important at this point? Probably not, but you take him out of that mix. Um, you know, the Lakers become a pedestrian team, as we saw on uh, on Tuesday night. I mean, the the Suns are not world beaters, and yet they just ran the Lakers off the floor. Yeah, it was over by halftime. Yeah, you felt it coming before it even happened. You felt like they, they they're they're not. This isn't sustainable. By the end of the first quarter, you knew the Suns were about to blow them out. I commented yesterday that AD. 
I think God gave him extra eyebrow hair, but took away bone density. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy is just flopping. I, I, you feel like you're going to visit him in a convalescent home in about three. And not, not that we, he would come see us. Like we're not, he wouldn't give a shit if we showed up to see him, but <laughs> I, I have not seen anything like it in a long time. Like really like a <laughs> frail bag of bones. And, but otherwise, like you said, one of the top half dozen players in the league. So it's a, it's very strange to me. I, but, I, um, I like I say the 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 uncertainty of this is kind of refreshing in the NBA when generally you can just go chalk come playoff time. But the other thing that's going to end up happening <clears throat> is that I mean it, it all ends up working out. It seems like, or more often than not, in the sense that now we get Nets v Bucks, which is which is just going to be a glorious head to head. And it yes. stands in sharp relief with the NHL, which can't get out of its own way and gives us the Winnipeg Jets. Um, right. <laughs> and the, and the uh, Montreal. Yeah. The, the, oh, that matchup. Yeah. What, a, what a garbage matchup that is. You could have had Connor McDavid versus Austin Matthews, all the star power in the world for uh, an NHL fan. And instead, you get this, uh, this talent free second round matchup. Such junks. That's the day. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what the answer is. We'll talk hockey in a minute. I don't want to yeah, talk. I, I, I'm just I, saying I, that, 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 that the NBA is still enjoyable. Um, it's still, things still have broken well enough that we're going to get a marvelous seven game series. Well, I know, I think you say it tongue in cheek about the commissioner. He's got to get behind. He's got to make sure the, the stars, the few stars advance in the NHL, but it's very difficult. It's so hard, right? Like when you talk about people who know hockey, like, oh, Edmonton only runs 10 players deep. That's why they lost like oh, 10 players. That seems pretty good. For any other team, right? Like, yeah, they have that that dry sidle. They have, uh, yeah, they, they have that line. That's good. Like, oh, right, that's not enough. But I think the difference is you won't see James Harden go four games in a row scoring six points in the playoffs, right? Right. You could you could limit an NHL star to um, pitiful numbers over the course of a week. Yes, it's a, it's a little too nuanced, probably, to for yeah. for you and me to figure out what rules change um, needs to be put in place in the NHL, but it. It, it ain't good, and it's existed for 25 years now that mm-hmm. the that New Jersey figured it out in the mid-90s in what was destined to be uh, to continu- a continuation of the high-flying 80s in the NHL when, when Gretzky and Lemieux on down dominated the league, and it was wonderful. And then all of a sudden, the Devils figured out, if we just clog up the neutral zone, drop all five guys into the neutral zone, and then when it goes into our own end, just smother the puck. It it really is, you know, for all the for all the romanticizing of like fourth line grinders and all that kind of stuff and mm. singing songs about all that crap. It really is predicated on a lack of effort. It is easier to do this, and it's hard to compel professional athletes who are by nature competitive to to sort of um, you know suppress that. And instead, right. hey, just just drop back, just drop back to your own blue line, and wait for them. And it clogs things up. And even the best players, the most talented players in the world, can't skate through that. It's not a coincidence that Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews and Sidney Crosby and all these big stars can just be eliminated by bums. Do you? It's not. It's, it's, well, it's not a maybe random it's coaching. Th- maybe coaching is more important than anything. No. I do want to get back to hockey. I, know, I'm I sorry, just. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I can't get. I can't get uh, off of the basketball. But real quick. Uh, you brought up Bucks and Nets. I thought it would be Bucks uh, Nets minus two fifty for the series, mm-hmm. 
And it turns out it's only minus 188 for the Nets, who are a prohibitive favorite to win the East. Uh, wow. Minus 188. That's not a pick em by any means, but I thought it would be on the closer to three to one for the Nets over Bucks. That's going to be a fun series. Finally, these Eastern Conference series have not been good at all, but I think in the semifinals, if Embiid is, uh, you know, whether it's Atlanta or the Knicks advancing, I think it's going to be Atlanta. And, uh, and now you got Milwaukee and the Nets. That's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Well, yeah, I, lo- I love uh, at least the the two three matchup, and yeah, I, I think that people now have have been introduced. Uh, the nation has been introduced to the Hawks a little bit over the last uh, week and a half, and the Knickerbockers. I'll, I'll give you my pick there in just a second here, but the Hawks will end up surviving. That series, mm. um, yeah, I think it's ultimately going to be the Sixers. Again, with uh, we'll see with Embiid's knee, but I do think it's going to be the Sixers awaiting the survivor of of Nets and Bucks. And, you know, spoiler alert, it's going to be the Nets. All right, I'm taking the Bucks. I'll take the Bucks plus 160, plus 162, somewhere in there. I think they, they finish off Brooklyn in six games. I don't know. I don't think you could take too much from that Boston series. I know Brooklyn got their legs under them, the big three played together, but... Uh, that is a flawed, flawed team, that Boston team. And Milwaukee can fill some of those holes. They have scores. They play defense. Um, they're going to clog up the middle, like you said. That that's uh, They're kind of like the New Jersey Devils when it yeah, comes right. to basketball. They don't yeah. probably have, and we had uh, on minus three um, on Tuesday, um, Eastern Conference whisperer, uh, Coley, Mr. Mick from, uh, from Barstool on. And, um, yeah. and he said, he's with you. He goes bucks as well. And I do think that I, you there isn't an apparent answer um, on that Brooklyn roster individually or collectively for Giannis. But then again, Giannis, nobody else has an answer for him really either. I think the overwhelming talent for the Nets ends up getting it done. I mean, it's just it's the math that everybody keeps pointing to. But OK, so wait, Kyrie's off tonight. They still have James Harden and, and KD. You know how you cannot eliminate all three of those guys. It's an impossibility to suppress all three of those guys for 48 minutes. They're going to win right. out for four. Again, it's not one game. If it were an NFL system here where it was one and done, this is a seven game series. Nobody's beaten that Nets team four out really? of seven. That's how right. that, that's what I say. Hear me now. Believe me later. I think this is their toughest matchup yes. of the three to come. Agreed. Even if, you know, if they were to win anyway, crown Royal day believes being a Royal fan during the playoffs means staying safe, generously supporting your community and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team. That is how to be a crown on the court. Yes. My crown on the court award goes to the Denver nuggets and Nikola Jokic. However you want to say it, this guy did it. I mean, the nuggets, they stared Dame in the face. He's a stone-cold killer last night. What did he do? 55, like I said, 12 for 17 from three. And Jokic said, we don't care. We're the better team. You want to force us to overtime? Go for it. Double overtime, whatever you want to do. 147, 140. They take a 3-2 lead. And don't forget, the Portland in game four was very comfortable. Destroyed Denver. And Denver's like, no, we're not done just yet. What a great game that was. They were up like 25. Then Portland ties it right around half. Ridiculous that they came back. Any other team would have folded. Not Denver. Nice job by their stars. They had Jokic. They had Porter Jr. with 26. Rivers with 18. Big foul. Weird at the end. Uh, Didn't make a difference. Led to a couple overtimes. Very, very exciting stuff. Denver Nuggets, yes, they win my crown on the court award. What about you, Dave? Listen, let's let's um, 
not try to be obscure and pick somebody somebody off the beaten path here. I'm going with the okay. Brooklyn Nets. This is this is marvelous stuff. We're such a cynical society that for some reason we seem incapable of appreciating what's happening right before our eyes right now. We're impugning KD's social media habits, Kyrie Irving's walking habits, um, James Harden grooming habits, and instead we should just be enjoying the greatest big three in professional basketball history started by LeBron or not started by, by KG and Paul Pierce coincidentally, ironically, or, or otherwise in Boston. Now they just vanquished uh, those Celtics and are the new um, greatest trio in NBA history. I think I'll do respect to the Showtime Lakers and the 80 Celtics. We've never seen star power like this or scoring power from a big three like this. I will say, um, and they're going to win the title. Spoiler alert. Sorry to mm. ruin that for everybody. But I, I do want to also tip my hat quickly. Same building where the uh, where the dreaded logo stomping of poor, poor, lucky, unlucky um, took place here. <laughs> Casey Sezikis in uh, in overtime for the New York Islanders scored the goal. But I, I, I want to point out and I want to hail him um, because yes. he he did steal the puck in overtime in the neutral zone. But he's a gentleman. Right. He was a gentleman. Look at that. He skated. He avoided. Look, he lifted his skate so as not to even provide a glancing um, edge onto the Bruins logo. And this makes him commendable to Bruins fans and Islanders fans and sports fans and human beings. Because one thing we cannot have as a society, what happens to society? It crumbles. If you start standing on other people's painted. That's true. If you paint on the floor and somebody steps on that, I mean, shame the devil. Is there a worse crime? Yes. No. That's why I hail you, Casey Zizekas. Good job. And also you know, I'll take it. Nets. However it happens, you talk uh, nicely about the Islanders. I will take it. Yes, he avoided it. Look at that. I think it should have been worth four or five points because you don't see that kind of sportsmanship anymore. Class. What, what happens if they decide to paint the entire floor? What what do we do? Right? <laughs> like a, There's just nowhere to go. You stand in your spot. Don't move. That's what it's going to be. I hadn't thought about that. That's a great point. Like the yeah. the one that comes to mind is the Arkansas Razorbacks. They have the one that consumes like basically right. from top of the key hog. to top of key. The mm -hmm. hog. Like you go in and play them. By definition, you're disre disrespecting the entire state of Arkansas. How dare right. you come in here and play on this floor? I mean, what what kind of I mean, hooey and applesauce, are we engaging here, Sal? Thank goodness our society has so it. few problems that this is what, we, that what we're wringing our hands about. We're uh, going to figure it out. Uh, congratulations, Denver. Congratulations, Brooklyn. Crown your game day this playoff season and be sure to hydrate and drink responsibly. Crown Royal believes being a Royal fan during the playoffs means staying safe, generously supporting your community and drinking responsibly while rooting on your team. That's how to be a crown on the court. Yes, that's crown royal. What else do we have to talk about? Sarah is coming on any minute now. Let's just uh, bring up the games tonight. Yes, this is Wednesday night. What do we have? Four. It's a four banger, I think. Yes. Wizards, six and a half point underdog. Embiid, very, very sore. These are All the stars are going down, right? Embiid, Luka, LeBron hurting a little bit. AD, can't make it to the finish line. Wizards Danny might Ainge. surprise him there. Yes, Danny Ainge. The Knicks, we're going to talk about this with Saratiana, one and a half point favorite over the Hawks at the Garden. Must win. Yes, you would say must win, Dave, for the Knicks who are down it is, three to one. This, that, thank you for bringing that up, Sal. This mm. is, in fact, 
to be clear, this is a must-win game okay. for the Knickerbockers. I wish their fans would act like it. Boy, there's no urgency. My God, it's crazy there. Jazz, nine-and-a-half-point favorite over the Memphis Grizzlies. They seem to have their footing back, almost a double-digit favorite over the Grizz uh, play-in team. And then you got the Clippers, seven-and-a-half over the Mavericks. Yes, we'll be giving our picks a little later on. Ah, all right, let's bring in our guest today, making her extra points debut. She is what Spike Lee is to the New York Knicks. She is to the Atlanta Hawks. The very funny Sarah Tiana is here. What's happening, Sarah? <laughs> oh, man, not much. I'm a little nervous about tonight, but I'm excited. Yeah, thanks for having me. I know you are. You know, our producer, babyface Joel Solomon, said, oh, she'd love to come on, Sarah, but the nanny is off, so she can't do it. I said, listen. I want her on. I want you. You go and babysit that kid if we have to. We want her on. We want her thoughts on these hawks and everything that else is going on. Like uh, she's worried about the crying baby. I'm like, we have a crying baby here with Dave every week with his penguins. So what? What's another one? Aww. I don't care. Hurtful. I'm sorry, Dave. Hurtful stuff. But listen, Sal really is welcoming you in here because he's brought his dog in. Look at this dog. I, mean, I gotta go get her. We got our family cat here, Linda. I should bring her into the shot as well. Hey, um, Sarah, first of all, Sal left out. Uh, he buried the lead there. You're one third of, you know, the new Rat Pack here. <laughs> Walking the streets of Hollywood. You and Megan Gailey and Rachel Bonetta. It must feel mm -hmm. good to, you know, have made it to this play. You go all the way from Georgia to the top uh -huh. of the showbiz mountain, eh? I feel like it, yeah. I guess, like, we had always been friends, but then when Rachel finally moved out here, it was like, oh, now we can kind of start hanging out more. And Rachel really took the lead, like, cause she's young and she has the energy to like make plans. So like, <laughs> she like kind of took the lead, but like, it's been great. It's been fun. Like when we're together, it's fun to talk sports with girls. I feel like I always have to talk sports with dudes. So it's kind of fun to like get into sports mm -hmm. in a different way. In like a gossipy fun girl way. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Dudes suck. But I think that you guys to be to really reach the next level, you need a nickname. There was the rat pack and there was the brat pack. Megan Gailey and some of the pictures I saw on social media, I think you guys are now, thanks to her outfit, you guys are now the fanny pack. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's Dude, pretty good. I am so down with being the fanny pack because Actually, I have a bit about fanny packs because I didn't know that the word fanny in the UK means the front part of a girl, not the back part. Oh. Yeah. And I always wear it in the front. And I was like going through customs and uh, the guy's like, let me see your passport. And I'm like, let me dig it out of my fanny. And I'm just like reaching my, <laughs> you know, like, sorry, it's a big <laughs> pocket. Things get lost in there. And like, <laughs> so I had no idea that that's what that word meant, but I'm down. You know, I watch uh, you guys and I follow Rachel's account. Rachel's my co-host on Fox Bet Live and also on Laugh Lines uh, right here on The Extra Perfect. Yeah. You, you appeared on the show. I was wondering, but I, I you weren't particularly close. I think, you, I mean, you, you were nice about it. Like you, when Rachel moved out here, you guys got closer. But for her, her organizing these outings to Dave and Busters and whatever, I think there's some angle she's working and I'm going to look into this. I, I, don't, uh, I don't particularly trust her 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, that's smart. Yeah, you can't really ever trust a woman to just right. like be. I can trust just a having woman. Fun. There's no alter motive. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I just can't trust that woman. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> listen, you're a huge Atlanta sports fan. Did you Cage your son's Cage? Did you name him after Justin Gage? Was that a close thing? I, I don't know. I, we I, named I'm not him sure. after a batting cage because, oh, okay. um, <laughs> yeah, that's where half of my Braves team needs to be uh, right. half of the day. Uh, our hitting has been a little slumpy, but you know, yeah, no, we, actually, yeah, 
we, yeah. It's three he and a half a games of, out. You're right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're in a really tough division this year. And uh, it's like, we used to always be like the laughing stock of the division. Like, of course they're winning because they have the Mets and the Philly mm-hmm. and like, but now the Mets are good and the Phillies are good and the nationals are good. It's like, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Every yeah, game matters. Not a lot of sweeps in that division for sure. No, yeah, I'm trying to think of with keeps Cage. Getting yeah, I guess you could have waited. They, the Falcons drafted Pitts. Pitts is a nice name for a boy, right? Really, really cute <laughs> name for a boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have just named him Chipper because uh, I would have named him Chipper Dale Murphy, like something, you right. know, but. That would have been the safer play, Sarah. Sal, <laughs> Sal, you may or may not know. I mean, I, uh, the wisdom of this in in hindsight, I don't know. He named one of his sons Romo. That's after right. After his Middleman. favorite Dallas yeah. Cowboy. Oh, wow. So, okay. I, I pushed hard for Landry. See, that would have been, because that was all in the rearview mirror, and it was a successful era, so there was no going yeah. wrong there. Sal gambled. Did he win? I don't know. He came close to winning, much like number nine did often in his career. I always um, come close. Now, that talk about hurtful. That was hurtful. No, I, my thing was why honor someone who's had all, all the accolades already. If uh, mm-hmm. if Tony Romo hears that people are naming their kid after him, it, well, this is well, inspire him to do better. Like, oh my God, wow! Now, now I have to. <laughs> I, thought, I, I always, here, dumb Dave. All this time <laughs> thought you were trying to do a solid for <laughs> for the for a child from your loins. No, you were just trying to help out the. The quarterback. Right. I yeah. want to motivate my favorite athlete. That's <laughs> all. I don't care about the kid. Child's <laughs> dignity for success on the ground. Well, it paid off. You can't argue with the result. <laughs> well, yeah, Sarah- he's at the top of his game now. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. That's exactly right. Just a mm-hmm. whole different medium altogether. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sarah, this these Hawks, they're very exciting. They're, they're they are exciting. There's, it's not even like, you know, people are like, oh, there's a boring team. I think people who didn't watch them during the regular season. Um, but they're beating the Knicks 3-1. Are you confident for tonight? Clint Capella said that he's going to send the Knicks, he and the Hawks are going to send the Knicks on an early vacation, which seems like a nice thing. Who wouldn't want, if anyone else offers you an early vacation, you would be cool with it, right? But I don't know yeah, if Clint Capella meant it that yeah, way. Yeah, I think anytime you get to uh, be away from James Dolan, it's considered a vacation. <laughs> right. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm an Atlanta fan, so a three-one lead doesn't mean anything to me. Like right. we still have to win tonight. I never, I can't get too excited ever. I mean, the Braves were up three-one on the Dodgers, and obviously the Falcons have had their history with a lead. You don't so. have to do this to yourself. Yeah, the twenty-eight-three. Like, yeah. I'm never, I'm never confident. I'm, I'm just excited to watch the team. Like they're so young, they're so fun. I don't know why Trey Young is a villain. Like mm. he's like the, I think he has like. He's basically like shaggy Steph Curry. He's like an unkempt kind of like small right. Steph Curry. Um, <laughs> but he's so fun to watch, you know, and Bogdanovich has been shooting out of his mind. Herder is like this like redheaded freak that's like constantly hitting four pointers. I mean, he it's just so fun. And like every time yeah. they say Lou Williams is playing in the wings, I'm like, buddy, you know, like I just can't stop laughing. So <laughs> I'm just like, I, it's such a fun team to watch. And honestly, like, you know, I'm not a fan of that. Like, I don't think I, I hope the Knicks fans celebrate the way they did after their one win when mm-hmm. Dolan leaves. I don't think they deserve to win anything until Dolan leaves. And I hope they don't. Um, but, you know, it is kind of nice to see Derrick Rose playing so much. You know, I feel like yeah. in Chicago, like he sat in a seat longer than Stephen Hawking. You know what I mean? Like he's just like <laughs> constantly <laughs> hurt. And so to see him like, at the peak and at the top of his 
you know, yeah. game and like playing a long time in this series. Like it's kind of nice to see him doing that. I he already talked about up. Randall. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Rose has to stand up when Randall, the two stars, Randall and Barrett are crapping the bed uh, over and over and over. You need to, I mean, Rose isn't really a starter. He was up there for six man of the year award. And they're like, you know what? We got to keep you in the starting lineup because nobody could hit a basket on this team. Largely due no. to the Hawks and their defense. Yeah. And it's so weird to me. Cause like Taj Gibson the other night, he like went coast to coast or whatever. And he like tried to like shove it down our throats. Like, yeah. And I'm like, you literally pass the ball every time you've gotten it. Like you just had no one to pass the ball to right then. Like it's so right. obnoxious, the things that they celebrate. So, yeah. you know, but Trey hitting that, that floater at the end of the first game, like on the road, it was just like, Oh, it was just so much fun to watch. Mm -hmm. I tell you, it's really, there's so much negativity out there these days. People are mad mm -hmm. about sports. Athletes are mad at the media and everything. And look at this, uh, an Atlanta sports fan just living in the now, enjoying <laughs> what you can get. Can you counsel any other long-suffering fans in Atlanta? People in Toronto are down in the dumps because mm -hmm. of their hockey team. Atlanta used to have a hockey team. Actually, I had two hockey yes, teams. Yes, the Thrashers. Uh, the yeah, yeah, I remember. Also had Jim Craig, 1980 uh, Olympic uh, hero jim craig remember they <laughs> oh, got yeah. on the booth got on the booze and then uh then his <laughs> nhl goaltending career didn't really pan out anyway uh -huh. any counsel for people who you know who like me walk the floors late at night after their team loses you're you're steeped in this you're kind of like bane you yeah. were born into this you know yeah i mean we haven't won a championship of anything since like 95 mm -hmm. um and, uh, so I mean, I just have learned, I guess, over the years to celebrate the wins and forget the losses because you just have to have amnesia. Uh, it still hurts. I still lose sleep over it. <laughs> like have nightmares. Like, I mean, I'm such a fan. Like I, you know, I take a lot of things personally, but, uh, with the Hawks, like they're kind of like my third team. Like they, they kind of like, I'm more of like an NBA playoffs fan because I feel like that in, and in, in the NBA, there's so few stakes to me because so many of the teams make the playoffs that it just feels right. like hmm, the regular season. It, it just, I don't know. I, I always used to say that like a full watching a full NBA game. is like, like it's like sex. It's like, I like nothing good happens into the last two minutes and you're just like, hurry up and <laughs> shoot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why, it's taking so long. Like nobody even tries until the end. So, I mean, but I don't want to get personal, but the last two minutes for me is also the first two minutes. So I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how that, I'm trying to negotiate my head. How that, okay. I did it. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I was trying to set you up for that. So, I hear you. But, I you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm also just a happy person. So it would take a lot to like ruin me and my day. You know, the Falcons tend to do that more. You know, I think. You know, when my tombstone will read the Falcons did this, you know, because mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's a team that's always had so much potential and expectations and like constantly can't get it together. Kind of the way the Celtics have been, you know, like in our household, the Celtics are a big deal mm -hmm. and it just feels like, God, you have so much talent. How can you not get to the. To the well, end, as so. we've learned, as we've learned, our mutual pal and and your husband there, uh, uh, producer, you know, longtime uh, sports talker, Chris Brockman. Now that we know that he's uh, an incapable lover, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> who's winning though in the battle for the heart and mind of Cage as a sports fan? I mean, this yeah. we see him in a in in a Braves ball cap. There is that the winning way? Is it wrong to make your child? 
an Atlanta sports fan. And even though it's obnoxious, Boston sports fans, is that maybe a better path for his future as a parent? You know, yeah, I don't know. Like I, we, we've talked about it and obviously we have to let Cage choose. Um, mm. or we're just going to have another baby and like, we'll just each take one. Yeah. That's probably, smart. um, but I mean, <laughs> he only has brave stuff cause Chris doesn't buy him anything. Oh, like, you know, Chris is super cheap and like, he doesn't spend his money on anyone but himself. He's a so, bad like, lover. He's, he's cheap <laughs> and he has no hair. He was yes. a good lover at least one night. We know that. Yes. Thank you, Kate. Yes. Yes. 15 months ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We, but all I'm happy about is that Cage likes sports and he's yes. obsessed with it and he plays golf and baseball all day in the backyard. That's why I'm sitting back here. Yes, I know, Dada. Yeah. Uh, and so, so that's all that matters to me, like that he just likes sports, period. He'll probably choose a team that we both hate. He'll probably be a Yankees fan or something just to piss us off. So yeah. we're prepared for that. As That's long as he's happens. not a Dodger fan, I'll be able to survive. Well, maybe he will take the uh, Knicks fans approach and just hate the Hawks because of Trey Young's hair. Do you have any comment on the hair? It seems to be the focal point of the Knicks since they can't really win. Um, they're going to have to really fight hard to win this series. It's easier to poke fun at. Trey Young's, uh, what he's got on top of his head. I, 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 New York fans are brutal. You try to watch a Sex in the City marathon with them. They're all over Miranda and her hair. It's all about <laughs> the hair with New York fans, but it doesn't bother yeah. you as much, right? No, it doesn't bother me. I think it's great. I think, you know, I, I like that in the NBA, I mean, NBA players tend to be like more famous because they don't wear helmets and hats. Mm -hmm. So like, it's very easy to recognize that they're also seven feet tall. So you can pick them out of a crowd. Please do not hit my computer with this golf club. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Who are you talking uh, to? But, right now? Yes, Paige is like trying to. Try. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Know, what's up, guy? <laughs> are you dancing? Are you showing them dance moves? Um, yeah, I I don't know why they're obsessed with hair. I mean, I guess like <laughs> I wouldn't expect New Yorkers to like care about anything other than themselves. <laughs> like, so that sounds I like. like I like the hair toss, though. As you were, I don't know why they care about looking. <laughs> yeah, <hair. I> <laughs> yeah. Well, Donald know, Trump. Just... Donald Trump was the biggest New York celebrity for years, and they seemed okay with that. So, yeah, you're right. What, what the hell? What goes on? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I told you it could be mayhem over here. I love it. We love every yeah. bit of it. This feels like yeah. It was kind of like this Spike before Lee you like came that. on too. Yeah, it was the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can't believe Spike Lee has the nerve to like sit courtside in Atlanta too. I mean, I give him a yeah. lot of credit. You know, it, Atlanta is not like the the nicest town. I know, like Southern people are like, "Oh, we're so nice," but like Atlanta's a whole other animal. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's been years for Atlanta too. And the Hawks and people like, Oh, yeah. the Knicks been 10, yeah, you know, 90, uh, 2003 was the last playoff wins. Like, Hey, let's give Atlanta a break. I think you got a shot. I really did. Well, I think you, you win this series and you yeah. know, we had Jerry Ferrara on and I said exactly the opposite when he was on, but no, I think, <laughs> I think the Hawks win this series. And I would, Dave and I were talking about it. You could give Philadelphia, especially with, uh, Joel Embiid injured or day to day, whatever he is that you could find yourself in the Eastern conference finals. You know, I feel like we have so much momentum right now because we're just so excited and playing mm -hmm. out of our minds. And like, obviously those games at home were like a real big victory and like they gave them even more confidence, but taking a game away from the Knicks on the road, I think sparked everything. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I see them carrying momentum. I hate having two days off because it's very hard for momentum, but 
because of the Embiid injury, I'm like, I wouldn't want to play the Hawks right now. Like they're on a high They're you know, it's like a playoff team that's not supposed to make it. And then they keep making it. And they're like, yeah, you know, you're like, I don't want to play them because in their mind, they're winning. That's hard to beat. By the way, just very quickly, Sarah, I just wanted to say the Southern thing, Sal, you should know this going forward. Southern people yeah. present as being more pleasant and everything. My wife is from Tennessee. I just recognized, bless your heart. What when, oh. pe- when Southern people say bless your heart, that sounds nice. But what does it actually mean, Sarah? Oh, it means um, go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yes. I didn't oh, know bless that. Is, no, it really? just is like, it's more just like a demeaning way of saying that like, a lot of times people use it for like being ugly, like, oh, bless her heart. She <laughs> yeah, tried, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like, good for you. Like, yeah, you tried, but you're not good and you're never going to make it and you're, you amount to nothing. But, um, wow. Tried. I didn't so know sh- that. So should Julius oh, yeah. Randall bless his heart? <laughs> yes. Bless his heart. <laughs> he, he gave it his all. <laughs> well, that's great. I didn't know. So New York City cab drivers should be screaming, bless your heart out to each other, right? Instead of laying on the horn or whatever else, the finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So you learn something every day. Sarah, thank you so much. What's going on with stand-up? I know people could see you palling around with mm-hmm. Rachel Bonetta and, and Megan <laughs> and, and uh, Dave and Busters, your local Dave uh-huh. and Busters. But aside from that, uh, what else we have? Yeah, I uh, I'm at the comedy store a couple nights a week. Still, we just opened back up. You have to show that you're vaccinated. They're fully vaccinated shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, as long as you have a proof of that, you can come to the show. The shows have been amazing and the lineups have been incredible. Like last night I brought up Spade and he brought up Sebastian. And, then, oh, you know, awesome. it's just like it's like a killer lineup every night still. So really fun place to come hang out if you're in Los Angeles. There you go. Thanks so much. Yeah. You were great. Thank you to Cage. I don't know. I don't see him. I hope he's not too far. <laughs> oh, no, oh, there he is. Drinking okay. my coffee. Okay. Oh, drinking your coffee. Oh, yes. good, good. Oh, you have a fun day ahead. Two year old on coffee. Thank you guys. Excellent. Yep. Well, that was the that was our end result. That's what we wanted. We wanted to get <laughs> right. Cage all Thank hopped you. up. I'll take that. <laughs> take Thank care, you. Sarah. Thanks all right, for coming. Bye, on. guys. Bye, Appreciate it. Bye. She's fun. All right. Sarah Tiana. Yeah, I'm going to get to the bottom of that, Dave. I don't trust. I don't trust Benetta. I think there's she's working some kind of angle. I haven't figured I didn't it out wanna, yet. I didn't yeah. want to say anything. And I got distracted by, uh, you know, what happens between the sheets uh, with uh, with <laughs> what? with our, our our guy there, uh, oh. our, our pal there, her husband. Right. Um, I, I didn't want to pitch ideas to her. We we're talking about names. But shouldn't she have her stage name? Shouldn't she have been Sarah Tierra? Wouldn't that a you know, wouldn't that <laughs> no. wouldn't have a ring to it? No, no, she, no she's not in a Disney princess movie. I don't, I don't know. Think. It sounds good. It would be be memorable. Sarah Tierra, one third so. of the fanny pack. <laughs> All right, now Bless let's talk. Heart. I didn't want to discuss this, and it's been a week. I, our last show was last Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Now I've talked to you since, and you've done a bunch of minus threes, and I think Wednesday was the night. It was Game Six, Islanders, Penguins. Your Penguins. They lost. You had a big, big speech about the Islanders and the oh, right, brand yeah. of hockey. Yeah, you remember all that. I do. And we had a bet. That. Yeah. You yeah. lost and you owe me Permantis. Mm-hmm. And Permantis is good. I get it. You get your corned beef, you get your pastrami, and they put the 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 they put the French fries on the sand and you take a bite and you're like, Well, what is that? Is that beef? No, no, it's potatoes. Like, oh, okay. So the French fries, I get it. And it's a nice sandwich. But I want to propose something else. Okay. To you. 
And I think this is fair. And I know you're not going to care, but I ran this by Spaghetti and he's all for it. Oh, he's not with us. Damn it. Um, I think we can go two weeks without Pittsburgh sports talk. Now it's June 2nd. I think we can go to June 16th. And my reasoning is there is no greater span in Pittsburgh sports relevance from when the Penguins are eliminated to when the Steelers kick off, which is, you know, late August. I know you're shrieking. You're going back here. But hear me out. The Pirates are junk. They don't even can't even figure out how to get a force out at first. We don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about the Penguins anymore. And we don't need to talk about the Steelers until I'm saying June 16th, which we could probably go longer. But what do you think about that? Just two weeks. Not asking a ton here. Can we go without talking about Pittsburgh sports for two weeks? No. I mean, are, are we going to, when does the clock start on this proposal? Because we really should. I could, I'll let you get out. I, I'll give you an, a last minute and a half or so, and then we could be free of it. Now you go on minus three, you do whatever you want. A team of I wild can do horses. it on minus three. Yes. They couldn't stop you. A team of wild horses wouldn't be able to stop you and Hedge and talking about the penguins and, and Bruins there. But here, for our purposes, I think a two-week hiatus, I think it would do you serve you well. You don't feel that way? And I'll give you, like you said, another minute right now to get it all out. I mean, you know, without the city of Pittsburgh, there is no American sports to talk about. It's irrelevant without the uh the 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 town on the banks mm-hmm. of those three rivers. Historically, produced- yes, but in the next couple of weeks. I think we could pull it off. I really do. I mean, I, you know, I don't know why this, this personal vendetta trumps the, the, you know, the, the good of extra points Mm. as a, as a business, why you would want to eschew (laughs) talk of black and gold. I don't understand, but you know what, Sal? Yes. I'm a gentleman. Okay. I mean, I, I want, let's listen, see if we can do, do it. I, do I, I mean, here's the thing. Do yes. am I getting one of those dog shock collars or something? If I do it, because I, you know, I no. can't be, I can't be expected to, I mean, I, I I'm a little loose. Sal. I'm a little, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, that I get I'll it. be able but to maybe if you it. have it in mind, maybe you don't harken back mm-hmm. to the days of the seventies Steelers or something. If you're, if you're reaching for an analogy, I just think like, this is a nice two week period for when we could do this. You give yourself a nice, uh, a break, you know, a well-deserved break on this. Now, listen, Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Steelers in three days. We of course have to discuss it. And, uh, you know, you're flashing pictures of Pittsburgh and, and sports and memorabilia and behind you right now. I don't know that people could see it. And yes, get it out of your system, flush it down. And uh, I think we take the next two weeks on extra points. No Pittsburgh sports talk. What do you think? I mean, if that's your wish, Sal, mm-hmm. I will I will do it for you. Thank you're, you. You're, you've achieved the uh, the halfway point mm-hmm. in, uh, in walking the big blue marble for, you know, for, oh, you know, God. Like I say for half Way a century now. Halfway. Yes, right. I, oh, no. I just mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, 50 years. Congratulations. Yes, okay. Golden anniversary. Black and golden. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't be, I guess. That's your wish. Is <laughs> right. You, you don't want it to be a black and golden. Two weeks, egg. Dave. Come on, Shaq. We could do this. I'll do no, it. Well, let me up. Maybe I'm in this. Joel, do you? I mean, you're from Pittsburgh. Do you, do you agree we could take a break? Two weeks? You know, I'm just thankful. I am from Pittsburgh, but Dave makes me thankful that we don't have an NBA team because even I am 
It's just, well, it's that's just, the point. Yeah, if you had an NBA team, of course we could keep it going. But this oh, does seem like the sweet spot to um, avoid Pittsburgh sports talk. But, Sal, it is horrible timing because Sidney Crosby was just named a finalist for the Ted Lindsay Award. So, I, What the hell is that? What is that? It's respected by his peers. That's what that tells you. Um, everybody uh, uh, appreciates okay. the, the All right, face so let's congratulate game. him. And then the clock starts after right. the well right. wishes. You don't want any deeper analysis of the videos coming out of uh, out of camp right now with Roethlisberger taking snaps under center. This is I do. I do. I is, want him June This 16th. is top of newscast stuff in Pittsburgh, Sal. The <laughs> Roethlisberger is taking snaps under center in uh, in, in the early days of of June. Great. Here. All right. Jim, you know what? Jim, are you okay with this? I'm going to leave it up to uh, heel producer Jim Cunningham. Are you all you right with stink. this? You stink. What I think is you stink, and I think you're all a bunch of bums, but if that's what you want, I'll do it. And Joel, okay. you are a traitor, and your name is mud on the banks of the three rivers. Now, oh, you good. understand me? Right, Not good. unlike what is in those rivers. It's very muddy and brown. <laughs> but I'm glad you're okay with it. Okay, good. June 16th. Jim, will you write that down somewhere? Yep, June 16th. It is locked in. Beautiful. Cutting his nose to spite his face. He could have had delicious promanthes. Instead, he he's imposed nah, yeah, on yeah. himself. All right. Yeah. I need to cut and to spite my heart. I've, I've really, I'm coming off a, a how bad was eating it? week. How, yes, was the, how was the doctor's report? What do you mean? Oh, you uh, went to no, the doctor. Okay. What no, did he high, say? High he cholesterol. Good? Of course, high cholesterol. But okay. I had a lot of pork the night before in a meal. Um, okay. So maybe that was it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's probably I, I didn't I didn't work that out. Anyway, no basketball team all for right. Pittsburgh, but the NBA playoffs are here, and you will be in hoops heaven, betting all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. So many exciting matchups, and FanDuel is taking that excitement to another level because new and existing users, all customers, can bet risk free throughout the playoffs. That seems a little crazy, risk free betting throughout the playoffs. Once you have a FanDuel Sportsbook account. You bet one same game parlay risk-free every week. That means you can combine multiple bets for an even bigger win. And if you don't win, you'll get up to $10 back. Yes, basketball fans, now's the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. New users still get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. Seems crazy, too. Just sign up with promo code extra points to bet the NBA playoffs risk-free. That's code extra points exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I am making my Wednesday pick of the day. Clippers money line combined with the over 217 plus 145 is the payout there. I, I just like what the Clippers are doing. I feel like for the Mavericks to win, everything has to go right for them. Uh, Hardaway, who scored like 28 points in game two, all of a sudden comes down to earth. You know, he's scoring six, eight points. Porzingis is another one. Has to be on. All these guys have to be on. They've fallen off a little bit. Combine that with the over, which the Mavs are over in seven of their last eight road games. The over is hit. They score 116. They allow 114. The over is 217. I like it. Kawhi is just a robot. I mean, hitting like 62% from the floor. I really like this parlay. Clippers, money line. The over 217 pays plus 145. Dave, what are you, are you going to the ice? No, I'm I'm with you on that pick. And you know what? It's a funny turn here, Sal. About two months or so ago, I decreed mm-hmm. that uh, the best sport to bet on is the NHL. And after two months worth of evidence, I stink at betting on the NHL. <laughs> Who would have guessed it? The NBA has been my salvation, specifically 
looking at those East games has done it for me. The Nets didn't break exactly the way I thought. I thought the Nets would smoke the Celts by 30 legitimately, but they did barely survive. On Tuesday night, the Nets have served me well, and I am going to go with the Knickerbockers to to pull out a must-win game in front of the home crowd there, Spike Lee on down. Everybody will be cheering there, and I think it is finally the breaking of the dam for Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. The Knickerbockers giving to take it and uh, thank me. Wow. All right. I see it at one and a half now, so they can actually win by two and you'll cover. It's funny. You didn't have this. You weren't forthcoming with your pick of the day when we had uh, Saratiana and Cage on before, but you're going with the Knicks to make it 3-2. What's done is done, and uh, yes, that's the, that's the way it's going to go down there. And you know what? I've thought about it while you were while you were kibitzing there. I yeah. I paid a visit um, to um, to my brain, and I thought this over. And respectfully, I have to say no. I I don't live on Mount Pius South. I live on is the it? planet Earth, and what the people want to hear about is is what's going on in my heart and in my gut and in your gut and in your heart and i can't i i can't promise you something that i can't deliver oh we're not I, I, this is the pittsburgh thing the pittsburgh oh we can't thing. do this i, I can't oh, okay. i can't I, I i'd like to all right Sal, understand something i i, I respect the sad. heck out i respect mm-hmm. the heck out of you but let mm-hmm. me tell you something no can do okay bless your, bless i was your just heart. calendar I, wise i was presenting it to you I that if you were ever going to take a break this is the time right penguins are in the rearview mirror Pirates, like I said, suck. I know you don't want to talk really talk about them anyway. And the Steelers not exactly making news for the next couple weeks or so. But if you don't think um, this is a possibility, if you don't trust yourself, then then so be it. Now, just my, my final answer. My final answer is no. I won't okay. do it. I I I I, I, I mean well, that was fun. All right. I'd like to give it a shot. I you know what? How about that? How about we do that? Yeah, I'll try. That's all I can. That's all I can promise you. I, All right. I, I can't go beyond that. I'll, Jim, I'll we'll run a clock because I bet there's four episodes of extra points between now and June 16th, and we'll see how long before. No, but really try uh, or don't try. I don't know what to, the, the root for. And this is. means <laughs> I can't mention like in, in passing, I if I mention like, uh, you know, hey, Andrew McCutcheon had a good season, you know, 10 years ago. Like that would be. Uh, I guess it depends if it's so offhand and you could just move on from it. It's one thing, but if you really go out of your way and say, Oh, Harden, Harden and, uh, you know, Harden and and Kyrie are playing together. I don't remember a time when a a duo has played and you bring up Sid, the kid and Lemieux Mm -hmm. or something, and then go into like Mm -hmm. 10 minutes of uh, a stellar, um, you know, season that they had to get. Like, I think that's, violating it a little bit okay okay i see i i'm, I'm just trying mean? to uh, establish what these borders the parameters of what yeah. you're looking to have i think with. again it would be easy enough to just not bring them up because there shouldn't be in the front of your mind but well you say you, pittsburgh doesn't have a pro basketball team right out of the gate <clears throat> you're yes. wrong the pittsburgh pisces you did not see the fish okay say pittsburgh but that doesn't mean <clears throat> it didn't exist they opened gotcha. up the igloo, the you know, the team flew All right. in. Well, you've not mentioned them before, so I figured that wouldn't be a problem. That's not where we'd run into trouble. But all right. So, Jim, I don't know where we landed on this, but he's going to try. Do we have an extra point? Hey, go to FanDuel.com slash extra points for all these. And by the way, you like the Knicks. I like, uh, I gave it out yesterday. Julius Randle, maybe he has the big game. Triple-double and the Knicks win, 17-1 to 1 odds. Pretty good. He hovered I around triple-double. 
last three games of the regular season. Um, you know, he's had a few. I think he had one against Charlotte a few weeks ago. Not out of the realm of possibility, and they need something like that from him. So you're to, with uh, me survive. on the Knickerbockers. <clears throat> yeah, I think they win tonight. But I like that. I'm getting a little creative with the 17 to one. Fanduel.com slash extra points. Um, all right, Joel. Good point. Bad point. What's the extra good point? Bad point made in the last hour. Well, first of all, I'm very excited to see if Dave can do this over the next two weeks, especially. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it seems like he's going to give a real uh, good effort here. I know if the Steelers announce they're wearing a different uniform, I, I truly don't know what we're going to do. Uh, oh, forget that. So yeah. uh, I liked your point. What about, a traitor. Uh, what, what a traitor to his homeland. What a Hollywood phony you've turned into. <laughs> Yins ain't welcome back on the banks of the three rivers with that, uh, with that elitist talk. They move <laughs> up the Mount Pius. You don't belong in Pittsburgh with the real people no more. Oh, I was going to give him the good point, but maybe uh, I, I like Sal pointing out the, the Bucks and Six. Everyone is on the Nets bandwagon, yeah. Bucks and Six. And also Sarah Tiana, a great point. Looking at the bright side, uh, Nick's getting an early vacation away from James Dolan. That's all, you know, look on the bright side. That was fun. And looking now, they do have, Fandle does have odds up. Bucks and Six is five to one odds. So that's fun. And the Nets are up to minus 200 since we even spoke about it. I commend um, you, Sal, for, yes. for legitimately for not uh, bragging on um, Degrom what he's doing right now. This is historic stuff. That's that's the player prop we need. Can he yes. beat Bob Gibson's one point one two ERA over the course of the season? He's at point seven and change at this point. I know it's relatively early to start tracking this sort of thing, but remarkable stuff. It is ridiculous. He's minus 145 to win the uh, Cy Young in the National League. Over but. 100 miles an hour on 20 pitched balls the, uh, the other night. That's crazy. Throwing he threw that his kind first curveball like in the third inning yesterday. First curveball of the season. What the hell? What is this guy doing? <laughs> is he a human being? It's unbelievable. Lots of fun. I know, and he then they lost he the game on so a foul ball too. That That's the other thing with him is that how is what he looks like too. It doesn't equate right. to when you see that guy. It's almost... It's not exactly uh, Jokic level weird. The, right. the results not meeting what the guy looks like, but still. Mm. Jim Cunningham, what is the bad point? The worst point of the hour? I'm going to go um, with our guest. What was her name? Sarah Tierra. Uh, just talking <laughs> crap about Knicks fans. I hope her uh, little baby craps his diapers a uh, hundred times Christ. during the game so she can't even watch it. Wow. <laughs> You should have jumped on before, Jim. <laughs> I would have liked the head-to-head -head battle. This is I fun. was too furious. The roast battle. By the way, what did she come? She came in second, right, Joel? I really think I was there. Yeah, she lost to Mike Lawrence. She, no, hold on, Jim. First of all, we're not saying she lost. That was a very questionable decision. I think the, I was no, there. You were what? there. It was yeah. the original year, and she was the runner-up. Let's call her the runner-up to Mike Lawrence, and right. I'm convinced that is what started this whole Atlanta choking thing because she should have won. And mm. uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Did Jimmy was my cousin. Jimmy was a, a judge in that, right? That was in Montreal, right? He was, he was, I don't know if he was the final judge. I can look it up, but, uh, Oh, I see. Yeah, that that, right. was, that was an earlier round thing. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right. You think you're right. Yeah. No, she was great. She's fun to roast battle. Yes. Check her out at the comedy store, right? Bringing up legends like David Spade. Lots of fun there. Dave, you have minus three. You have one in the can. 
Another one coming up with Hench tomorrow. Yeah, good. Yeah, good times with, uh, like I say, Coley Mick from Barstool earlier in the week. Go listen to that. Some great stuff on all things Boston. Um, and uh, yes, Kevin Hench uh, tomorrow will spin, and uh, and you'll be annoyed, and um, you know, yeah. he'll he'll attack people senselessly, and uh, it'll be a good time. Check hey, it out. do you Minus have three. a team you're rooting for? You can't root for the Bruins now. I know, I guess you do for the the East and everything else. You could to make that work, and it's the best division. I guess that's what you're going to do, and I don't imagine you're going to root for my Islanders, but is there no, a team you will root for or you want to pick for the Stanley Cup now that there's eight remaining? I mean, we're in the middle I mean, of I'll stick of with what I mean, I'll stick yeah. with what I've said uh, for months now. It's the Avs. They're going to win the Cup. I think um, I just I, I hope it's not the lightning and abs just because I'm spiteful. And if the NHL ends up getting a great final like that, then it'll kind of ignore the mm -hmm. issues that we've already talked about here, that too many great players are being shut down by garbage hockey. And well, it's I, not like I, they're going to address those issues anyway. So I know. Happens, well, happens. listen, my big idea is that you can't. My big fix is you can't leave your skates to block a shot anymore this would this would legitimately not goalies but other players can't leave i that would be your do new rule something to stop i mean uh, it, it's just unsatisfying to the eyeball and it's despite the fact that there are so many great players right now that what's winning in springtime is once again junk just neutral zone right. trap junk anyway well, who cares i will say with I'm the abs with hockey that's what i'll stop talking about okay now. not pittsburgh how about i stop talking about hockey how about would that make you happy because i'll do it the abs are only plus 150 i picked them yesterday on uh on against all odds and that seems like crap odds plus 150 with eight teams left and maybe the blues weren't good but do you, we are really missing out on a betting golden betting opportunity they've covered minus two and a half every game all five it's games crazy. so far. I know. So maybe it's the wild. Blues weren't great. And, you know, you were catching Vegas after their game seven against Minnesota. So that's maybe why they won seven. But can you imagine covering two and a half every game for five games? I think that's a In a the good playoffs? Pick. In the yeah. playoffs. And Logo. they won five before then. They won the last five regular season games. So, yeah. So you, you will talk. I know you want to be done talking hockey. You can't. You and Hench on minus three. The odds we are right. The light. I mean, the, as I see it, I mean, the I, for what it matters, uh, Damashek agrees um, that it goes. Avs are the the big favorite, but the Lightning, the defending champions, are right there. And then I think the Bruins have the third best shot at they getting did. it, and that is the best division. So if you're somebody who does the whole, and I typically apply that same thing that iron sharpens iron and all that sort of stuff. Mm. The Bruins, once they survive these Islanders, which I do think they ultimately will. Of course you'd think that. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think that the Bruins really are going to, um, emerge as I, it's, it's tough to say if they can k maintain in, in a shootout with the lightning or, or abs, if they can ultimately hang with those teams, I'll go with the abs. The long story short. There you go. Plus 150. Islanders 13 and 1. Meatballs. We're not giving up on them just yet. It is 1 1 coming back to the Coliseum. Very, very exciting series. And that's it. You could uh, talk hockey. You could listen to Hockey Talk on minus three. Lemon Pepper Parlay Betting Academy. They service all your basketball needs. Lisa Gilroy was on Laugh Lines. Very funny this week. What else am I missing, Joel? Card Wars. Yes. Is that where uh, Spaghetti is right now? Card Wars guys are recording. It's coming down to the wire. Um, there, Caleb Keller and Paul LaDuca battling. I gave them $10,000 each. 
and they're putting together a portfolio of baseball, hockey, basketball, all kinds of cards, and we're going to sell them and see who wins out. And there you go. Yes, Betting Academy, Lemon Pepper. What happened, Joel? I just got a good card. Yeah, Caleb got you uh, spending some money. As they get down to the wire, he got you a uh, great Ja Morant card. You can check it out on Instagram. And I mean, they're, they're, they're spending the money. I'm not sure what the best way to go about. I'll have to go on with them. I'm, I don't know. I think if you're going to sell these in late July or early July, um, you want guys around in the finals, right? Like John Morant, is that, is that card going to go up when they're eliminated Friday? Well, they're, uh, they're, it's, it's all based on their, their strategy planning around this, uh, this final national convention in Chicago. So right. they're going heavy on uh, Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler and uh, guys gotcha. that are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, so Jimmy they kind of gave, they gave yeah. up uh, you going. At first, there was a lot of Mets and, and players they thought right. you would like, and they abandoned that strategy pretty quickly. Good. Yes. Yeah. Get rid of the Mets for sure. Uh, all right. Louis Lips. Sorry. I Louis. couldn't help myself. All right. He's out. He's good. He got his Louis Lips in. Uh, all right. A reminder to everyone out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites, especially you, Manny Sanguian. <laughs> <laughs> 